Hi, this is Glenn Sanford, and this is the second episode for the Working Remote Podcast. And this one, I'm going to talk a little bit about social isolation and how to, how to actually work to solve that. Uh, it's one of the probably bigger topics that you're going to need to solve early in your journey of going remote. And I'm going to talk about uh, a number of aspects of that. Uh, keep in mind that this podcast is actually being sponsored by Verbella.com, V-I-R-B-E-L-A.com. And uh, it's actually the same platform that actually runs uh, our organization, EXP Realty. And, um, and then we actually invested in the Verbella platform in 2018, actually brought them under the EXP umbrella. So it's a really great, great platform. Something that I would encourage you to check out. The, the Open Campus platform is actually free to use. Uh, if you're getting value from this podcast, uh, download the software. Come on in and track me down. Say hi. Let me know what you think of the podcast and uh, how you're enjoying uh, your journey into working remote. So with that, let's go to the uh, podcast. Hi, Glenn Sanford here, and today I want to talk about solving the social isolation dilemma for remote work. And uh, one of the big challenges that you're going to have as a leader if you are going to lead an organization down the path of becoming a remote organization is how do you actually solve social isolation? And for a lot of people, uh, it may not be a big challenge, but for a significant portion of the workforce, Social isolation is going to be one of the reasons why they're not big fans of, of remote work. They want to be around people. And, and we've been able to solve a lot, lot of that inside of uh, EXP and Verbella. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the, some of the aspects of, of working remote. First of all, if you're not familiar with Metcalf's Law, it's worth checking out. Uh, Metcalf's Law says that the power of a network is the square of its nodes. And... Why that's important is that if you're working remote and you're effectively working by yourself, you're you're a um, you're, the value of your network is only one, and and so uh, your network is pretty small. If you're on the edges and you're basically just working through the various projects that you're being given, your ability to sort of instill change in the organization is pretty minimal, and that's one of the things that. We, we try to solve fairly early in actually the whole concept of what we were doing back in 2009 was to solve the challenge of people being orphans in their own organizations. And when I, when I say orphans, whether it be uh, somebody who's a independent contractor, we, we employ real estate professionals that are, we're used to going to an office or the staff members that ultimately support them, we wanted to make sure that they actually felt connected to the organization. And so that's really the first thing that I think that you need to solve in, in an organization when you're going to go fully remote. And even if you're not going to go fully remote, you have to be really aware that those who are, who are connecting to your organization um, indirectly through remote channels are maybe not going to feel as connected as the rest of your, your team. So uh, I, I like the idea of going fully remote, and, and the reason why fully remote makes more sense from, from my perspective is that leaders are eating effectively the same dog food as all of the staff. And, and, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, because once you actually start to embrace it, you actually find out that there's a lot of power 
in running a fully remote organization. Um, so let's just touch bases on a few of the items that I think are really important. First of all, regular check-ins with your team is is critically important. If you're not regularly checking in with your team, uh, then your team's going to feel uh, left out and isolated. And so building some sort of regular check-in cadence with your team members is really, really important. So um, most of the, in, when I'm uh, highly involved in an organization right now, I am as well with um, the chief strategy officer for Verbella. So I do regular every morning check-ins with the team. Now we actually meet in our cloud campus and, and I highly recommend uh, a sense of place in the Verbella platform, in my opinion, just uh, knocks out of the park of creating a sense of place. But the idea is to have a regular check-in. So every morning, about 7.30 in the morning, not about at 7.30 in the morning, I get together with a large portion of the organization, especially on the sales and marketing side, and we meet uh, to talk about um, what, who are the various folks that we're talking to, how are we helping them through the process, how, how are we helping them sort of understand the value of the platform, and then and then what are we doing um, just to make sure that we're, we're providing the best service possible. So. We meet every morning, 7.30 in the morning, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, as a regular check-in. We do it for about 30 minutes, and then we then we break. However, uh, in, in our case, when we break, a lot of people actually stay in the in the room. We have a boardroom where we're doing those stand-ups, and then other people will break and do other meetings. So I, I also have a stand-up at 8 a.m. with another group of folks, so we'll literally walk down the hall go into another office and then we'll talk about um, supporting some of our other other folks in the organization, which we refer to as our affiliates. So we, we do these meetings and then throughout the day, I'll drop in and talk to the folks that are doing concierge work. I'll talk to the folks that are actually doing the, the, the follow-up work for initial touches and initial phone calls. I'll touch base with the sales team. Uh, we'll do uh, a couple times, we'll check in with the, with the entire organization on Mondays and Thursdays. And so we're regularly checking in with everyone in some sort of meaningful way. And, and um, you need a place to be with your team. Now, you may be able to do it um, effectively through some channels like Slack or through Workplace by Facebook or Microsoft Teams. So those are important as well. But a place that you can actually truly be connected with some somebody or people throughout the day again, solves this challenge of social isolation. So in our case, we basically play with the idea that um, if you're at work, then you're actually logged in as an avatar in the virtual campus, in your office, or um, even better yet, along with somebody else that you're actually doing that particular uh, work with. So there's a lot of data around the idea of all good work takes place in teams of two or more. And so if you can sort of put a group together, a pod of folks together, where they're together all day long in, in a connected way, then they can all keep themselves more engaged and, and actually feeling socially connected to the rest of the team. And so that's one of the one of the key things is to try to figure out how do you create social connection? Now, the other piece is if you've got a socially connected team, you can actually provide that team more meaningful work. They can actually work together as a team to solve real world challenges for the organization. And so it might be putting in new systems, might be uh, working on providing better uh, customer engagement and customer support. It could be any number of different things, but all good work takes place in teams. And so you'll, you'll hear 
me talk about also in various podcasts as well about a number of agile practices. We talked a little bit about the, the daily check-in, but the other ones that, that are really important as well, and I'll be honest, I'm not really good at these, but I do practice them uh, as best I can, is the uh, is really the, the you know, planning the work for the week at the beginning of the week, getting the commitments. Mondays is for uh, commitments, and then Fridays is really to check in and see how did you do on all those things that you did. And of course, you're working as teams, the ability to sort of celebrate those wins together in a way to sort of sort of bookend the week um, can help as well. So, um, just a few things to to think about as you're, you're you're building your teams. Think about solving the 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 challenges of social isolation. I think it'll really help. Uh, I think it's one of those things that once you get it down, uh, you're going to have a, a high performance organization without having to actually have the physical bricks and mortar to go along with that. So, a fairly short port podcast. Hope this is helpful and. Uh, Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Working Remote. Um, check out again that subscribe button and uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, also, uh, be sure to uh, check out the Verbella platform. I think it could be an answer for many of you trying to create a sense of place for your organization. So that's verbella.com. And uh, we have a free open campus and some team suites and some other cool things for your organization should you choose to go that direction. But again, thanks for being part of this uh, podcast and talk to you soon.